Hi, I'm Allie V, and welcome to Behind the Illness, a podcast about mental health. Each week, I'll talk about the psychological, social, and biological aspect of living with mental illness. We'll dive deep and analyze it from all angles and talk about how important it is to take care of our own mental health. Let's get started. What is up, everybody? Welcome to yet another episode of Behind the Illness. I'm Allie V. Um, If you've never met me, I am the host of this podcast. (laughs) Um, I'm a mental health advocate, mental health writer. I'm a psychology major in college. Um, Pretty much everything I have to do in my spare time and in uh, any future career is going to have to do with, is going to have mental health incorporated into it. So that's a little tiny bit about me, just to let you know how passionate I am about this. I am really excited about continuing on with this podcast. I didn't know that it was really going to last this long, but here we are. I'm good with it. Um, I'm feeling good. I'm still feeling motivated and inspired, and we've got topics upon topics that we're going to talk about in the next few weeks in season three. Um, Man, so I've been dealing with a lot of exhaustion this week, but I there was no way that I wanted to put off this topic because this topic that we're going to talk about is something that is just constantly put off anyway. So I had to talk about it. I want to talk about it. We got to get it out there, you know, and if you haven't picked up on it yet, it's talking about men getting help for their mental health. It's uh, not that common, believe it or not. So we're going to talk about it. I'm going to give you some numbers. These are some astounding numbers, and it's really, really sad um, when it comes to men getting help. And it's just something, you know, we we only think of women dealing with mental illness, um, I think, for the most part. And uh, it's, it's simply not true, friends. It's uh, men get it just as much as women do so or have it just as much as uh, women do because you can't just get a mental illness but anyway we will get into that before i start so last week we were supposed to start the live podcast i'm really 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 trying to get that started what happened was is that i was totally unprepared because i just ran out of time my nerves got the best of me my anxiety got the best of me so I made it a point to put it on social media that I had canceled it for this past Sunday. And I am not going to tell you when I'll be ready. Um, I think I might take just one more week and just kind of work out the details. So I'm still going to hype y'all up on social media and and, and spread the word. Um, to be honest with you, I might... I'm, I just, I just don't know. I just don't know. I might switch it over to Facebook. Um, and you can still watch on Facebook and all that stuff, but do not, do not hold me to that because I don't know. Um, it's either between Twitch or Facebook. I have not decided yet. And it's, it's a difficult decision because I want to make sure that I reach the right audience and, uh, it's, it's a little difficult to navigate through. So, there's going to be a few changes, um, and that's really why I haven't started yet. I don't want to start on a platform and then 
leave that platform and go to the other one because it's just going to get confusing for everybody, including myself. So please just bear with me. We are going to have live shows just very, very, very soon. I promise. Um, I'm really excited about them. I've, I've got all these ideas and everything, but for the topic itself, I wasn't quite prepared. So yeah, just make sure that you follow me on social media and uh, you'll get all the updates on that. So yeah, I mean, I think we should just get started. We'll, we'll talk about men getting help for their mental health, uh, mental illness, and how sorry my phone went off good lord i put it on silent and everything y'all i'm real with y'all this is a raw this is a raw podcast i don't edit anything out anyway uh (laughs) i i really want to talk about this topic i have been so guilty in the past of not bringing something like this up and uh, i think it needs to be brought up i think we need to talk about it i think y'all need to know the numbers and how just scary they are so let's hop right into it and let's let's just do it right let's just do it okay everyone so i really wanted to talk about this topic because i think it's really really important i don't feel like it's fair for men to you know have to walk around with a mental disorder and they Feel like they're not allowed to get help for it or that they can't because of stigma they might lose some of their manliness um because they're always being told just rub some dirt in it walk it off um but people don't say that to women i mean i i've heard some things personally in my life you know it's just like just smile or just go outside but i feel like um my emotions have never really been downplayed like they are for a man. And obviously I'm not a man, so I've never experienced um, this type of stigma. So that's why I feel like it's such an important issue for us to talk about because men men need help. I mean, in, and I mean that in a, obviously a very respective way. Um, men need help and they, they can't not get help just because society is telling them that they will lose their man card or whatever it may be. Um, Depression as a whole is still, honestly, it's considered still a, you know, a sign of weakness. And if a man um, were to be open about that, there are some people that would say, that's not a man because I mean depression is weak you need to rub some dirt in it and get on with your life and I don't think that that's fair um I will never think that that's fair and as much as I have fought for like the general public and being an advocate you know talking about men specifically is what I feel like I need to do I will say next week, we're going to do the same thing, but with adolescence. There is somebody very important in my life that is an adolescent. And I I, I swear, it's like, I, I, I'm being led to 
fight for adolescence a lot more um, since some stuff happened to this person and, uh, you know, with regarding mental illness and their mental health. And uh, I'm really being led to that. So I think I'm really gonna, I mean, I know I'm really gonna just take that idea and go with it. I'm planning a bunch of articles and blogs and everything. I want to do some podcast episodes. I mean, I, I really think that adolescents are going through the same thing that men are going through um, and saying, okay, we'll just rub some dirt in it or saying that they're not allowed to feel those feelings because they don't know what they mean. That's more for adolescents than men, but um, just constantly being gaslighted. Um, and that's the same with men as well. It's like, no, you need to just buck up. You're not feeling all that. You're just having, you know, having those little womanly emotions. I've heard that before. And it's just like, it's not cool. Like we're, we're losing our, our men. We're, we're losing some important people in our lives and it's not fair. So I've got some, uh, you know, some infographics here that I want to read. It's uh, on Mental Health America. The So the website is mhanational.org. So y'all definitely go check that out. Um, it's a five-minute guide to men's mental health. It's super important, but I'm, I'm going to read it all to you because I want, I really want y'all to feel how important this is and how we need to advocate more for men. Okay, so in the United States, and I, I think mostly this is just United States, um, you know, statistics. So this isn't even worldwide. Um, so the U.S. male population is 151, about 152 um, million. And males affected by depression per year is 6 million out of all that. So... In general, one in five adults experience a mental health problem each year. Serious mental health, mental illness costs America $193.2 billion in lost earnings per year. So the five uh, major mental health problems affecting men is depression, anxiety, bipolar disorder, psychosis, and schizophrenia, and eating disorders. So... And I, I think that uh, eating, especially eating disorders, pretty much anybody would think about a woman even. Um, no clue why, but they do. And they think that men don't go through these same exact things. It's just on a different, you know, everybody's different. That's just how it is. But um, male depression just, or male over, you know, eating disorders. That's what I meant. Sorry. Um, they go unnoticed, um, because they're ashamed and everything, I mean, everything, they're just ashamed because they feel like it would, like I said, it would take away some of their manliness. Um, so let's see, males account for an estimated 10% of patients with anorexia or bulimia and an estimated 35% of those with binge eating disorder. So they're much less likely to seek professional help than women. So, all right, so we're going to go back up to depression. So depression, 
like I said, there's uh, over 6 million men per year out of that um, number population. What did I say? 152 million. So 6 million. Um, while men are more likely to report fatigue, loss of interest, and work and hobbies, um, they they will not report the feelings of sadness or worthlessness and which in turn does not get them the proper diagnosis of depression which means that they don't get the help that they need and we are losing men to suicide every single day and it's just mind-blowing um i will never understand why there is this like macho kind of thing around men especially when it comes to something that deals with sadness um because it's like i know i know for one i've seen my dad cry maybe twice in my life and um i mean it's I, I say that because, I'm sorry, I'm getting all my thoughts together. I'm saying that because men are taught not to cry. Men are taught not to show emotion. So, um, and I do believe that my dad was one of those um, kids that was taught that because I've only seen him cry twice in my life. Um, like I said, rub some dirt in it, you know, man up. Um... I, I, all kinds of stuff. I mean, let me know. Let me know. I'm because I, I know there's more. But what are some other sayings that, you know, men, if you're listening, that you've heard, like, or even depression is not real. You need to wipe those, wipe those tears off your eyes or something. You know, something like that. Um, but let me know. Let me know because I know I'm forgetting some. Um, anxiety. So approximately 19.1 million American adults age 18 to 54 have an anxiety disorder. 3 million men have a panic disorder, agoraphobia, or any other phobia. Um, and I think that's sad too. It's like any... So all of these are truly um, invisible illnesses. And when it comes to an invisible illness, there's always going to be a stigma. Um, and you know, I've said it in the podcast before, but I try hard not to compare something like a mental illness to cancer, but if we're being honest and we're being real, um, both, both diseases kills people, um, definitely in different ways. Um, but I do feel like if you get diagnosed with cancer, you're going to go, uh, you know, get the help that you need, whether it's a surgery or chemo, radiation. So why not do that for your brain? I mean, it's like people treat it like cancer is actually physical because you can see it, but you can actually see depression on um, an fMRI scan. So it's, and I, I, you know, I really try to tell people that like you can actually see depression in a brain scan and it's just unreal what people still believe and I wish that I could just change everybody's minds about this um, especially men because you know 
men that don't believe it. I mean, but it's, it's unreal. I mean, men are still human. They're allowed to show emotion. They're allowed to have their struggles, but they're also allowed to go get help for it. And it's okay for men to cry. You know, I, I feel like I'm preaching to the choir here. I, I hope that everybody would agree with me. Um, it's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's something like, uh, especially, okay, so I just randomly thought of this. I'm sorry. Especially like men in the, in the military. Um, they are trained to be tough. They're trained to be, I don't, I don't want to say not show emotion because I'm not entirely sure about that, but I mean, they're, you know, they're trained to be tough. And when, <laughs> if they're going through some depression, then they're really going to feel like that they're not allowed to express that emotion. And that's just not fair. You know, who cares what your job is? You should still be allowed to cry if you need to cry and go get the help that you need. So I could go into that, but okay. So the bipolar disorder, 2.3 million Americans are affected by bipolar disorder. An equal amount of men and women develop the illness. The age of onset for men is between 16 to 25 years old. Psychosis and schizophrenia. Approximately 3.5 million people in the U.S. are diagnosed with schizophrenia, and it is one of the leading causes of disability. 90% of people who are diagnosed with schizophrenia by age 30 are men. Um, okay, I already read that already. Okay, so here's some fast facts about suicide um, regarding men. The highest suicide rates in the U.S. are found in Caucasian men over the age of 85, which is wild. That's such a wild concept to me. Um, I didn't really believe that at first, but obviously it's, it's true. Um, more than four times as many men as women die by suicide in the U.S. In 2010, a total of 38,364 Americans died by suicide, and over three quarters, which is 79%, of these suicides were men. Male suicides have been on the rise since 2000. Suicide is the seventh leading cause of death among males, accounting for 2.2% of all male deaths in 2011. Um, okay, next one. Risk factors. Factors including social isolation, substance abuse, unemployment, military-related trauma, genetic predisposition, and other mood disorders put individuals at a higher risk for suicide. And sexual orientation. This is a big one, too, that I would really like to get into um, in this season, so... You know, I'm I'm really planning to talk about, obviously we're talking about men today, um, talk about adolescence next week, and then hopefully, um, you know, the LGBT community as well. Um, gay and bisexual men are more likely to develop mental health disorders than heterosexual men. Gay males are at an increased risk of, for suicide attempts, especially before the age of 25. And I feel like without going too much into it, we, we all know, we all know why that is. I mean, let's be honest in general, you know, cause some men may not go through the things that 
you know, the feelings of rejection or anything, but um I think I think um acceptance is becoming more of a norm. Um, but we still have a very long ways to go because I won't get into it, but you know, they're still human. But like I said, I'll stop there. Okay, so substance abuse. Um, approximately one in five men develop alcohol dependency during their lives. And of course we know when people are, uh, an alcoholic, we, or I like to say struggle with alcoholism. Um, that just means, oh, they're the scum of the earth. They're scum or, or in a drug addiction. And, uh, they just give up on people. And I don't think that we should give up on people so fast. Um, but that's just my two cents. Um, homosexual men are more likely to have higher rates of substance abuse than heterosexual men. Military veterans. Um, male veterans, regardless of their form of service experience, nearly twice the rate of alcohol and drug use as women. So, we've, we've got some issues that we need to work out. And it, it regards the men in our lives. And women i mean if you're listening and you you have a husband or a boyfriend or whatever i mean ask him how he is i mean don't don't always expect him to ask you that it's okay to ask him how's your mental health lately how are you feeling depressed lately do you do, i mean men are still human that's all i'm saying okay so Let's see. Okay, so the science of male mental health. Um, I really like this website, so um, definitely go to it. The website, again, is mhanational.org. Um, low levels of t testosterone are correlated with depression, stress, and mood swings, especially among older men. So as for treat, uh, seeking treatment, men are less likely than women to seek help for depression um, due to... They feel like, oh, okay, I'm not depressed. I'm just having a bad day. Or, no, I gotta, I got no, I gotta take care of the family. I'm the one that takes care of the family. I gotta, I can't, I can't feel like this. Um, the reluctance to talk would be, they feel like they can't. They feel like they have to be tough. And that has to do with the social norms as well. They're not allowed to show emotion or not allowed to um be sad i mean they just have to toughen up and go to work and just be you're like you're good you're good rushing dirt on it like i said so um but that is a really good website that i would definitely want y'all to check out um but here is another one is healthline.com um uh, why many men whip okay Okay, <laughs> sorry. I'm, I'm looking at this website. Why many men have a harder time seeking treatment for mental illness? So obviously it's dealing with the stigma. It's dealing with the macho man stigma. Um, and that's actually what it talks about as well. A physician says, I think it might be part of this macho thing. Um, you know, there's, there's so much going on that... They feel like they 
they, they don't have a, you know, they feel like they don't have a right to be sad or they are denying the fact that they are depressed or anxious. And if they are open about it, I mean, it's not everybody is going to put everybody down, of course. I mean, I know plenty of men that have gotten help for their mental health. Um, but there's others where <laughs> I wish that I could get them into therapy because I know it would help. And it's like, no, I don't need that. That's for weak people. I mean, it's true. I mean, it's it's true. Like, I've heard it, and it's sad. It's sad. Because I definitely don't consider myself a weak person. I just know that I need that extra boost, you know? But I don't ever take that personally because some people's beliefs are just off the wall like that. They really are. But, um... I think that the main thing that we need to start doing is reaching out. Um, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, um, if you have a husband or a boyfriend, just reach out to them. Ask them how they are. Tell them it's okay if you need to seek help. There's nothing wrong with it. There's, uh, it, it, uh, it blows my mind that you know, they feel like, I say they, obviously, because I'm a woman, but they feel like um, they can't get help just because it would take away some of their manhood. And I don't think that is true at all, obviously, which is why I'm talking about this. But we are losing men left and right because they are not getting the help that they need because they don't feel like they can. And it's really sad. And... I think that we should talk about it more, um, starting with me and starting with this podcast. I'd love to have anybody that's willing to come in on the podcast and talk to me about it. Um, I'm, ta I'm talking to men, but women can as well. Um, let me know if you have that, that point of view that you can give. I mean, I'd love to do a uh, part two on this because it's just so important and having that you know kind of behind the scenes from an actual man would be much better than what I'm saying now because I'm a woman so um yeah I mean let me know you can let me know on social media anywhere um or email me at behind the illness pod at gmail.com I will take any age, <laughs> really any gender, um, preferably men that can give me kind of that, that inside scoop of how they were raised or, you know, whether you were raised to not be ashamed of your emotions or to hide your emotions, I'll, you know, we'll get both sides of it. So we got to do more. We got to do more and we got to stand up for men more, especially when it comes to mental health and, it's it's rough. It's always going to be rough, but I think if we can start attacking it from the from the back, then we can just get it, and we can we can tackle it just like we've tackled any other topic. So, um, y'all, that I mean, that's it's so important. It's so important. I I can't say that I'm an advocate and then not advocate for men. Um, it's that wouldn't be fair. It just, it wouldn't be fair. 
and so I will actively start advocating for men. I'm very guilty of that. Um, mostly my advocacy has been in general, but I do feel like I need to be more specific. Um, I need to call, call it out, call it out and say, men, you can go to therapy. There's nothing wrong with it. You can cry. Um, you can, I, you know, whatever, like you can, you can show that you're anxious. It's okay. But you can go get help for it too. There's nothing wrong with that. So, um, that's all I got y'all. I, you know, every week when I pick a topic is, is so difficult to talk about. Like everything that has to do with mental health, not everything, but most things that has to do with mental health are difficult to talk about just because it's still such a sensitive subject but also a very stigmatized subject and people are automatically going to think that um it's nothing but you know mambo jumbo type stuff and it's, it's not true we have to talk about mental health we absolutely have to i have been people have tried to shut me down since i've started um <laughs> tried to get me to stop talking about mental health on Facebook, even Twitter, um, have wrote or written, wrote, ooh, <laughs> have written me about blog posts and, and telling me that I was wrong. Um, that's only happened once and it was just like whatever, but I mean, I'm constantly being shut down. Um, it's a little more open now because people know that I'm not going to quit. So they look at me as somebody that's going to talk about mental health, whether they like it or not. And the way that I look at it is, is that one, you have the option of listening because you need to listen or two, you can just delete me or unfollow me because I'm not going to stop. So I say that pretty much every week I feel like, but it's very important. I mean, mental health is so important to me and advocacy is so important to me. Um, and people telling me I need to quit being so transparent or whatever. I just like, nah, you can have your opinion, but it doesn't mean I have to, you know, take it. <laughs> so, um, I do hope men, if you're listening, I do hope that you realize that you are so worthy of seeking help for whatever issues you're having and you're worthy of everything in this world just like anybody else's um you being a male does not mean that you have to be you know less taken care of so that's all i got i will talk to y'all next week be sure to follow me on social media and I'll let y'all know when the live shows come up and uh, we'll keep going from there. But I love each and every one of you and I hope that you're staying safe. Hopefully the virus is going away soon, but, <laughs> hmm. but stay safe, be smart, take care of your mental health. Men, you are worthy, you are loved. 
and you are worthy of getting help. Love y'all. Hey everyone, it's Allie V. Thank you so much for all the support and listening to my podcast. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, please do me a favor and leave the podcast a review. If you would like to be featured in a voice review or become a financial supporter, go to anchor.fm slash Pod. You can also go to my website, writtenbyallyv.com, for more information.